You are listening to the Mom Halo Podcast. This sweet ear candy will serve up laughs and aha moments as we talk to best-in-class thought leaders. These folks are dropping gems of genius. I'm Melana Kapitz, CEO and founder of the Mom Halo community. I'm a fun, fearless, freckled mom with three wild kiddos. I love to introduce you to ideas and people that will rock your world all while laughing out loud because that is the only way to get through the daily grind of parenthood. Plug in your earphones and let's get to them. Okay. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Mom Halo podcast. I'm your host, Alana Kapitz, and we have a fantastic guest with us today. Let's put our hands together for Sheila Cummins. Did I say yeah. it right? Sheila Cummins, yes. Why can't I get it? I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, I always add a G, like I don't know why I want to do that to you. Um, Tell us about who you are and where you're from and what you do. Please go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm from Toronto. Um, I was I was raised in Montreal, lived overseas in New Zealand for several years, came back to Toronto and have never left since. Uh, I am the CEO and founder of The Road to Seven, and we do coaching, training, and now financing for women entrepreneurs. And we help them, we help them grow, we help them scale. Usually we take women who are doing it all, the solopreneur, and help them build a thriving team so they can begin the scaling process and bring their business to a place that allows them to live the lifestyle that they really are wanting to. And it's uh, it's so fun. I get to work with the coolest women. That's so amazing. When did you start this whole coaching business? Oh, gosh. Um, well, my daughter just turned, she's 14 now, so it would have been 14 years ago. I used to be, uh, I call myself a recovering teacher. I was a classroom teacher for 13 years. And when I went back after my first, after my son was born, the day I went back, we figured out that I was pregnant with my daughter. We didn't know it was a daughter oh, at that point. Why? Yeah. So um, I'd been trying to leave teaching for a couple of years, but didn't really know what I wanted to do. And so I finished that school year pregnant with her. And then I I never went back. And the deal with my husband was uh, I could stay home as long as I made enough or I made the same amount that I would have taken home after paying two kids that were 18 months and under for daycare, plus all the taxes. I just had to bring the cash equivalent home of what I would have taken home. And so I started doing a whole bunch of different things. I did, I ran a tutoring company for a bit. Um, I had a parenting blog back at the beginning of the whole blogging phenomena. Um, Yeah, I was a corporate trainer for a national training company. And through a myriad of all of those experiences, I ended up emceeing a women's entrepreneurial event. And standing up there on stage at that point now, five months pregnant with my third, here I was, you know, just oozing out of everything (laughs) as you are at five months. Oh, well, I was at five months pregnant. Uh, And I just all of a sudden had found my people and they got me and I got them. And at the end of the, I, I gave a training in between each speaker to make a segue from speaker to speaker. And at the end of the day, someone came up to me and said, Sheila, I'd like to hire you. And I said, oh, that's so cool. Uh, For what? 
And she said, uh, I'd like, I'd like you to help me with the sales in my company. And I said, well, I've never really done just that. I can offer sales training. She said, nah, I really just want to talk to you on a, on a regular basis and see if we can increase the revenue. And you know, here we are 14 years later, she's still with me. Holy crap. Yeah. So that's literally Elena, how it all started. And, and that was, um, you know, I think I started in business 14 years ago. Um, I've been running this particular company for 12 years. I incorporated in 2020 uh, away from Sheila Cummins Consulting to the Road to Seven, which was indicative of this company being much bigger than me. I have coaches that can step in and run programs to support you know, the development of our women. And, you know, what's most exciting right now is I'm in the middle of launching an investment fund, which is going to provide micro loans to women entrepreneurs. And each time through my growth, it's been, you know, first I was educating and training and giving courses. And then I found I could get women to a certain level, uh, but then I couldn't push them past so I went and got a coaching certif- certification because I knew what coaching had done for me. And so then I did training and coaching. And, you know, since about 2019, I've been watching the women I work with and I can get them to a certain level. But at the end of the day, what do they need? They need money. And so that's why I'm building this so that we can continue to serve and support the women that are in our community. And that is so exciting to me. Well, it's funny because there's a lot of people who are coaching now, right? They're coaching all sorts of ways during the pandemic. Everyone pivoted to being coached, but you're an OG coach. Like you've been doing this and helping people make money for a long, long, a long time. time. How yeah. many people do you think you've touched in your career? Oh gosh. I mean, I have a couple thousand in my communities. Yeah. Um, I've had over like hundreds go through our various programs and the different iterations of what they look like. Um, I've coached privately probably a couple hundred people over the last 10 years, like a lot of women. A lot of women. And, and you know, one of my benchmarks within my company is the, the, the attrition and the retention rate of my clients. And yeah. one of my pride and joys is that when a woman comes in with us, they tend to stay for two, three, four, five, or 12 years. Or 12 years. You know, and, and that client really retention... Yeah, Yeah. that retention for me is an indicator that we do great things. You know, my business has grown in two ways. Number one, through referral. You know, someone will say, hey, how did you, you know, what's up? Your business is blowing out. Oh, I'm working with Sheila. And that's like a beautiful referral right there. But then also speaking has been a huge part of my growth. Um, I can track back, you know, about 91% now of the clients that I've worked with have come through a speaking venture at some point. And sometimes, you know, I have walked off a stage and been hired on the spot. And then I've also walked off the stage in two to three to four to five years later, they say, you know, I heard you speak five years ago at this conference. You know, I think I'm ready for you now. So those have, you know, really been the two catalysts for, for my growth. It's really remarkable to me. And I ask this because I I get to work with a lot of cool coaches mm-hmm. um, and I'm always interested to, to work with and learn more. Why does somebody need a coach? Take us back to like the very yeah. basic, like who, who is calling you and, and what is it they actually need? Yeah. Great question. You know, the women I work with are established. They already have a business. If you don't have a business idea, I'm not your girl because I can create you a business out of anything. I'm also not great at the startup stuff only because I've been in that I've I've done it. I've talked about that. 
enough. So the women that come to me have a have a company. They are probably maybe one or two contractors in or about to make their first hire. They're staring at or just over six figures and they can they kind of want the seven figures, but they really want to be able to pay themselves a living wage that helps them, you know, live a certain lifestyle, which the, the number tends to be I want to be able to pay myself, you know, 100,000, 150,000 a year. In which case, my response is, well, then we need to get your revenue up over 300 or 450 so that you can pay yourself that much comfortably. And so those are the women that that I tend to work with. What they're coming to me with is they're just a little bit stuck. You know, they've been doing what they do. They've been selling what they sell. Either they're a little bit bored or they're just stuck and they've hit that plateau and they can't really figure out how to get through it. And so where what I do is I look at a blend of the systems that they have in place, the profits that are happening. So it's the processes, the profits, and then the people that are in their in their sphere. And so there's three main sort of gears that I look at when it comes to a business. And so first we look at the business owner and we figure out where is she excelling? What brings her joy? What lights her up? What's making her come alive? We look at the people that are supporting her and the people that she's serving to make sure that they are in alignment with what she's looking for. We look at the processes that are both supporting and hindering her growth. And we look at the profit margins. We look at what they're selling. What's the pricing? Do we need to increase the pricing? Which usually we do because as women, we tend to underprice. Um, And we price without thinking that we're running a company. We price based on just our time to deliver what it is that we do. Um, and so when you look at, you know, a company through those three lenses, it becomes very clear what the next steps are for that person. And you asked, why do we need a coach? You know, my company, before I hired my first coach, I was able to bring my company to a certain level because I could study the systems and I could understand marketing 101 and here's how to do a sales call. It's all very logical and there's just universal truths to how a business runs. But what I couldn't see and what was keeping me stuck was all the internal stories that I was telling myself that I was seeing as fact, which were in fact fiction. And my first coach helped me not only rewire some of my structures, but also rewire the way that I'm thinking. You know, where am I holding back? Where am I putting myself out too far? What boundaries am I not honoring? You know, what is the energy that I bring to a sales call? All of those internal pieces is where the coaching happens. The external pieces happens with the systems and structures and pricing. Okay. Can I just say that I, you, you feel like this call, this podcast interview, which will be in the new year, like this is the crossroads that I see so many women entrepreneurs right now. Yeah. Especially moms. And I love, and I find there, I should want you to write a study, honestly, on the amount of women who birth babies and birth businesses at the exact same time. Yeah. Like there is something, I think, in the woman's psyche where, well, they're gestating the way that you were. You're on stage, you're five months pregnant. You literally are saying you're, you're like, you're falling out everywhere, which I completely understand. Completely relatable. (laughs) But it's in those moments where I see firsthand with my thousands of people in my community, that is where the babies and the businesses are being born at the exact same time. There's something about having a baby or feeling this like moment, this bravery or this entrepreneurial 
like almost hormone, fuck like progesterone or whatever that makes you, it, there's something that happens. And those, what do you think that is in your experience? Well, it's funny because as you're talking, I've never really thought about it, but like, I think at least for me, there was, I was at that cross section of desire and need. And the desire was, I wanted to be the main caregiver for my kids. I wanted to be home with them, but the desire, but at the same time, there was a need to be continually contributing financially to my family at that point. My husband was just starting his company then. Um, You know, me not working wasn't an option. And so I wanted to somehow find this way to marry, how can I stay home, be with the kids and still be contributing and the desire to find something that was more fulfilling. I had lost my passion for teaching in a classroom. And I do believe that, you know, teachers who've lost the passion have no right to be in the classroom. So I knew I had to get myself out of that setting and situation. And, and I think that, you know, the opportunity that that pregnancy or the maternity gave was you could just, it's not that you slowed down because you're super busy, but you know, when you're nursing, you got no choice, but to sit there and nurse and your brain has the time and space to be thinking and you can start the will for me outweighed the way and i do believe that we as women are so unbelievably resourceful and where there's a will there's always a way to figure out that. how to do it and so for me it was like well how can i take what i'm really good at and make money so that I can still be home with my kids and be contributing and it's fulfilling. And, you know, that sort of is what drove my, that's what drove my, my uh, journey to, to starting and trying these businesses. And, and the first business didn't take off. Like, let's be honest, it didn't totally work and not everything does work. And that taught me resilience of, Hey, I launched this, this fell flat. I launched this, yeah, I don't really enjoy it. So I'm going to close that, start something new. And I found that when my kids were little, one of the ways that I kept myself engaged, I'm not a great housewife. I'm not really good at laundry. I don't love keeping a house. You know, I was going nuts being home all day. The way I kept myself fresh was to be thinking and creating and, you know, coming up with ideas in my heads. And I had the time and space when I was at the park pushing the swing or going for a walk or, you know, rubbing someone's back to put them down for a sleep or making food. You know, I had that space to be able to do the thinking and figuring out and creating. And it was just sort of, I think for a lot of women, it's the perfect like myriad of of events to be able to birth this baby and business. Yeah, it's for me, it's just, I have seen just a remarkable phenomena of women who are at really at the crossroads of literally bringing life into this world and needing and being successful at articulating a brand new business venture. It's just something I've seen time and time again. And it's interesting to see even with you, you know, you know, X many years ago, it was the exact same reality. So just an aha moment, honestly, in this conversation with you. And, you know, my kids are older now. My oldest is 15. Um, as we're recording this, you've got little your little guy who's who's just on his way for a nap and you're juggling both. And, you know, in the beginning, I gave a webinar. There was one day my youngest is Peter and he's now 11 and he used to sleep clockward 
one o'clock to three o'clock every single afternoon. So I scheduled my webinar for 1.30 because that gave me half an hour to put them down, get ready, get into the webinar, give the webinar from 1.30 to 2.30. And then at three o'clock, I'd go get the other two kids with him after his nap. Well, of course, inevitably on the webinar days were the days that he would not go down for a nap. And so I gave this webinar on sales. There's 450 people that were registered and I had him on my hip and I just toggled mute. You know, he'd be jabbering away at me and one of the other speakers, it was a panel and one of the other speakers would be speaking. So I'd mute, then I'd unmute and I would talk and like, I'm doing exactly right now. Quiet at that moment. Like it's, and that's just what we do. That's how we work. I just said to my husband on mute, I was like, I love this woman. I might even hire her. Like the way that you just, I, I I mean, listen, if this podcast recording gets me to hire you, I think I need like a, a, like a gaggle of coaches. That's how I feel. Every coach has their own thing. And I think I could use the coaching because the way you described it exactly is what I feel. And I'm being completely honest and I don't discuss this often. I've had my business for five years. I have a thriving membership. I have tons of customers and I'm a little tired, you know, and six, seven figures has been in front of me for a long time, but I haven't hit it. Um, You know, I've hit high sixes, but the last few years I've taken a hit and I, I really need a new lens. I need a new somebody else to help me take me to the next level. So if I'm feeling it, I know for sure so many of our fans, followers, and friends are really pivoting. And I'm getting lots of emails right now, Sheila. It's really interesting. People saying to me, I want to sell my business. Hey, I'm confidentially sending you this email. I'm looking for someone to buy my business. Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm looking for this opportunity. I'm looking to pivot. I'm looking, looking, looking. So there might be something of these women who had their baby businesses um, a few years ago and coming out of COVID felt like I kind of feel this way. And I'm being completely frank. I felt like I was working so hard during COVID to keep my business alive. Yes. I saw opportunities to make actual money so many times during COVID that I leaned so hard into those moments. And I was so obsessed with keeping the business alive that now I'm on the other half of it. And my business is like, it needs a, it needs a rebirth a bit, or it needs an infusion of some nature. And I, I feel like this COVID myth that like I survived COVID, like I didn't really, I barely am thriving. And I really need some sort of change. So I bought another business. I bought Mommy Flincer. Um, and I'm making some changes and toggling some things on and off. But I really do see, and I'll preach this time and time again, I've had really excellent business coaches. And I, I feel like you you have a business coach for a certain amount of time and they can give you a certain thing. Um, and for many of my businesses or fans and followers in our community, they were really early stages, like their toe into their business. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of us now are at that next stage where perhaps someone like you would be the ideal. And I'm not just saying this about smoke up your ass. I think you are what you've offered or what you're describing and what you do is exactly where I think so many members of our community are at. So let's go back to this. You are uh, on the road to seven. You've changed thousands of people. You've been in this business. You really are, you know, for a lot of people, a household name. If somebody wants to work with you right now, how do they do that? Yeah, great question. Um, so there's there's a couple different ways. We're going to have a launch of a new program in January. We So at the time of when you're hearing this recording, it may have already launched. I've had a program for about six years called Momentum, and I just laid it to rest about a year ago because I needed a break from it. 
But the number of people that are calling me saying, Sheila, when's your next momentum? When's your next momentum? I'd like in the next intake. I'd like in the next intake. Um, that program's going to come alive again. And momentum's a year-long commitment. And what we do is we look at, again, three facets of your business. We look at the marketing, the sales, and the systems to be able to get it so that it runs efficiently. And it's firing in a way that's giving you fulfillment and starting to bring in the revenue. We have another program called LEAD, which is for people who have already hired but are shifting to that leadership role in their company. And that one's going to be coming out in late late 2022. Enrollment will be at the end of November. And then, but that will be a six month. And then we also have a program called Scale, which is for someone who is a solopreneur and is ready to make the first hire. We would literally walk you through step-by-step on how to do that. But, you know, the other way to work with us is uh, through the lending arm. You know, we are beginning to lend out money. My first loan goes out December 1st, which is unreal in my world. This is, you know, three to four years in the making. And um, it's going to an incredible woman who I've known for years and have worked with. And literally the only thing standing between her and success is cash. And so that's our first loan. But our lend people who are borrowing from our company also have access to a lot of our programs, either at a reduced rate And there's also a a training program that goes when you are a borrower. So that is another way to sort of explore working with us. I do do work privately. Um, The women who I work privately with are uh, not looking for group. They are literally just looking for someone to put eyes on them and eyes on their business. Uh, And it's a select group of women for sure. Um, But, you know, I just, I wanted to pick up on what you talked about before, because I think it's really important. And that is... You know, as you said it, you know, it's been five years. The reality is our lives change so quickly and so much. And what served us five years ago is most likely not serving us now. And I see a lot of women who create things when their babies are babies because it's a solution that they needed. And then when their kids are older, they're kind of sick of doing that because now they need a different solution for their kids. And it is so normal for a company to have this evolution as it grows. And that I think is one of the trademarks of a successful entrepreneur is the ability to be fluid and to be listening and reading the room, not just from your buyers, but from your own perspective as well. If you're not enjoying your work and it's not fulfilling and it's not joyful and it's just stressing, then, oh my gosh, go and get a job. And it's not unusual for people to just, you know, they do it for a couple of years and then like, you know what, I'm out and they go get a job. But you know, we got to look at our company in the moment and see what it's serving for us. Why is it there? What is its purpose in our life? And it doesn't have to stay the same. That evolution is what makes businesses so powerful. And, you know, if you think about um, Ugg boots, for example, you know, they came to market with one pair of boots. Yes. And you had no choice. But then they got frisky and they started making taller boots Yeah, and shorter boots. Yeah. And then they got even friskier and started coming out with different colors of those three boots. Now you can get slippers, clogs, slides, heels, running shoes. You can get everything from Ugg. That's growth and evolution. That is how it works. And so, you know, inevitably through your journey, you're going to need different supports, different mentors, different information because you individually have different needs, but your company also has different needs. And I hear you on the coaching. I've had as many as four coaches at one time. I'm never without one. Currently I have one, but I'm looking at another because I I need it for the mentorship of this investment fund that I'm building. Like it's just 
you got to be tapped into what it is that you need in the moment and then find someone who's done what it is that you want to do. I love that so much. Yeah. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that there is a time and place and space for all of us to find what we need. And yes. that to me, coaches are, I've always, I'm so coachable. I'm just a coachable mm-hmm. person. And I'm somebody who does well with advice and guidance and a little bit of feedback. I just need a little bit of handholding. I grew up with a learning disability and, mm-hmm. um, which probably wouldn't surprise people that people who are quite entrepreneurial or we just, we beat to our own drum a bit. Yep. Um, and I always did really well academically in university and stuff with tutors and coaches. I've always had just a little bit of one-on-one and I found that in my business uh, through my previous business coach. And uh, to me, it was remarkable what I was able to do with her. And it didn't take a lot for me to yes. like move the needle. And so much of it is, as you said, um, the power to understand our worth. And I think for me, I've always found that people come to me looking that I'm a coach, but I'm not like, that's not what I do. And that's not the game I want to get into. No, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, but I do think that there is so many amazing, amazing skilled women, specifically coaching other women specifically um, to help people really find what I call like either independent wealth or um, reoccurring revenue or generational wealth or whatever it is you're trying to create. Um and, and to be really creative on how you get there and how you work. But, you know, um, I think coaching is, it's a little bit like buying a pair of jeans. So you can get a hundred different styles of jeans, different shades of colors, different fit. You know, one day you might want jeans that are going to be a bit flared. Another day you're going to want a pair of skinny. Maybe you want them to lift your butt. Maybe you want high rise. And you're only going to know if they're the right fit in, unless you try them on. And so you've got to go and do your research and your due diligence and talk to people. Don't just look at the sizzle they put out on Instagram. Actually make that personal connection and get to know them as a person to make sure they are your person. Just like if you're going to invest in a really good pair of jeans, for God's sakes, go try them on first because not all good jeans are good for every body type. Oh my God. Amen. I just bought a pair of good, good Americans off of Poshmark. Not for me. They're not for me. Oh, shoot. Thank you, Kardashians. I'm going to have to resell those on Poshmark. But yeah. uh, <laughs> It's funny, right? And like some people have a really hard time because coaching is often a very big financial investment, right? It's it not is like an investment. It is an investment. But I I found with the right coaching for me at certain times in my career, it came back tenfold. Like without always. It's unbelievable. always. And you know, sometimes it's the, the return is not necessarily the next day. You know, I've had people say, oh, well, you know, we finished the program. I didn't make that money. And I was like, yes, I hear you. You also haven't launched what you're wanting to launch yet. So why don't we launch it? And then you decide if the programs worked. And so this particular person launched, didn't do anything we had taught them. And it fell flat. Well, see, the program didn't work. Well, did you do this? Did you do this? What was the energy behind this? How did this work? And she thought, well, uh, no, no. Uh, hmm. So why don't you try it again? Use what you've learned and let's see the results boom, five-figure launch. So, you know, it's what you put in and what you take out and what you apply. And, you know, coaching is not a listening endeavor. It is a listening and doing. And the way it's a formula that I, I use, it's just, it's, you know, insight, the knowledge. So insight plus knowledge plus action is what's going to equal the results. And a lot of people come into these coaching or, or content programs to learn a formula or, you know, a template or this, and they get the insight and the knowledge, but then they don't take the action or they take the action without all the insight and the knowledge, and then they don't get the end result. And it's, it's not a fluid formula. It is a formula that needs all three of those pieces in order to get to the successful end. And, you know, if you're not willing to 
be open to the insights, yeah, to understand the knowledge and apply it to you, and then to take the directed action, then that's kind of on you and it's a real waste of money. But I'm with you. I mean, we as people are the best investment we can make. And anytime I've invested in, in myself or my brain, I have always had a minimum of a 5x return. Look, I think it's really important um, that people understand that co- uh, coaching is one of those weird things where like you you do have to really, like you say, invest in that good pair of jeans. And it is a little bit of a try and buy. Um, but, you know, some people are not made for jeans. Your bodies right. just don't do well in yeah. denim. Uh, yeah. so they might be more of like a legging person or I hear you. A, a sweatsuit person, which is fine. But I have found, and I really think I'm just at the the crossroads of trying to do more, have a few more coaches. Um, and it's usually at like times like now where I'm feeling really um, not confused, but maybe just want something a little bit different. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's really in- interesting to have this conversation live on my own podcast, because this is a medium in which I try to use this platform to celebrate, leverage, and really showcase uh, bright people who have interesting things or, or, or in your case, are subject matter experts who can use this to obviously, of course, you know, get your name out there and be heard. But I also like to use it as an opportunity for us to have, which I call edutainment, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. entertain, like it's entertaining, but there's also something to learn. So let's just go through this. If I were to call up your, you know, road to seven mm-hmm. call and we were on our first call, give us just high level. What's the first three things you're going to tell somebody in this, in this whole experience? Give us just 1% Sheila, if you, sure. if you may. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, just to be clear, the for the moment you call us, I'm actually not going to say anything. I'm just going to listen, and I'm going to listen, and I'm going to ask questions, and I'm going to understand, and I'm going to build a relationship with you, because as your coach, I want to know it all. I want to know all the stresses. I want to know what's going really well. I want to understand how you tick. I want to understand how you work, and then I'm going to ask questions about your business, and I'm going to start quantifying it. And so the very first thing we're going to do is build a scorecard for, for you, which looks at the most important measurables in your company so that we can quantify the data so we can remove the emotion from it. Numbers don't lie. And if you're telling me you're struggling with you know, lead generation, for example, then I want the numbers. And I want to see, well, how many Instagram followers have you got? How many are on your email list? How often are you sending emails? What's your open rate? What's your click-through rate? Why is this not working? And because I don't want to rewrite your whole company, I want to take what you have and just make small tweaks. You know, small hinge can swing a big door. And so when we can make those small tweaks, that's going to have big impact. And so we look for those points in your company where we can just make some quick shifts. A lot of time that comes back to the messaging, we look at your pricing and your offers, and they're out of alignment with what it is that you're doing, and they're not well articulated. Yeah. So we go back and we look at your brand, we look at your messaging, we look at your offers. And then we start looking at the lead gen, but we quantify everything, Elena, because everything can be measured. And if we can literally look at the numbers and the data, that is going to tell the whole story. And then we can come up with our action plan. I'm fucking sold. I'm not, not, (laughs) I fucking, I need that sort of forensic examination right now of my, of everything that I have. That is literally every piece of the business I have. And for sure, I'm undercharging for sure. 1000%. Yeah. And I'm always scared to charge more. And um, you know, yeah. you're not alone. You're hired. You're hired. 
<laughs> I love it. Um, well, I'd be on it. I'd be very excited. But, you know, let's talk about the pricing. Yeah. You know, we undercharge as women because we have so much of our worth attached to what it is that we're selling. And I actually just before this this recording got off the phone with uh, one of my clients and she's like, well, I, I just I can't raise the rates to have this launch not work. And I said, well, why? She's like, well, if it works, then I'm a failure. And I was like, okay, hold the train a little bit. If your launch doesn't work, it's a system error. There's a sales and a marketing problem. It has nothing to do with price. That's just the story you're telling yourself. Your self-worth is not related to your business. It is separate. And so when we can look at it and separate those two things, all of a sudden, we can look at the systems that's in place. We looked at her pricing. And if she had sold the amount that she wanted, she would have made, oh, I can't remember the numbers. So I'll use her last launch. Her last launch, she said, I can't, Sheila, I can't, I can't, I can't raise the rates. And I said, well, okay, tell me what you charged last time. So she charged $97 for this unbelievable program and she got 20 people in. And I said, so that that made, I think it was 19, I can't do the math, but I think it was like 1,900 bucks. We'll call it 2,000 for argument's yeah. sake. And I was like, you know, look at what they're getting. What's the impact for them? How many things do they need to sell in order, you know, for this investment to be in? So we priced it at 197, literally doubled it. Alana, she got 37 people in at 197. Yeah. So instead of making 2000, she made 7,500 US, yeah. which more than covers the cost of the person that we just hired that she couldn't afford to hire at $97. Yeah. Because what your price is not just, for what it is that that person's buying. It's got to cover your operation costs. It has to cover all your overhead. It has to cover your taxes. It has to cover your salary, the salary of your team. And there has to be profit left over at the end. Otherwise, why bother? For some, like, this is my life. This is my retirement plan. You know, this is, if I'm not putting money away now or my company's not profitable, that's going to hurt me later on when I would like to retire, which I would one day, though I don't think I ever really will, but that's the entrepreneurial thing again. Um, You know, the price is not just, oh, I'm going to charge the minimum amount to make it easier for people to invest in. Because if we're doing that, we are literally doing their bookkeeping for them. And, you know, their money story is not my money story. So we just have to come at it with data. Sorry, I'm just rustling a baby. Yeah, uh, go for it. Literally. Um, yeah, no, I, I I love that so much. I remember the first time I launched a course. I, I have a course. I don't launch it often. And the first time I launched it, I was so freaking scared. And I wrote this course. It was six weeks. And it was exactly, it was $197, not exactly. And I made $10,000 in one day. Yeah. I was like, what the oh, fuck yeah. did I just do, right? Um, and I don't think people talk about that enough. Like they don't talk about those moments. And I was like, oh, okay. So I call my course now, to be honest, I call it my ATM. Like when I really need cash, I turn that on the course. And, yep. and, and there I am in six weeks making 10 grand. So yep. um, I think the biggest thing that I want people to take home for me from this call is like, try coaching. What's yes. the biggest thing you want people to take home today, Sheila, from your opinion? You know, that is possible. And I'm just so tired of it breaks my heart the number of people that are tolerating things in their their business and their life, and they're just accepting that that's the way that it needs to be. Either they're not making enough, they've got the wrong person around them, they don't enjoy serving the people that they're serving, and they're just tolerating what it is that's happening. And the reality is you don't have to tolerate anything. If it's not working for you, there's always a way 
to fix it. And sometimes it's through knowledge. Sometimes it's through courses. Sometimes it's through conversation, sometimes through coaching, but find what it is that you need in order to help you move forward. So you no longer need to tolerate. Well, that, that literally is the best summation of this conversation that, that you, you everything is figure outable and that you don't need to be stuck and that there is a solution. If it ain't working and you are the master of your own domain, you can fix it. (laughs) One of our core values is there is always a way. I love that. Um, Thank you so much for this very amazing call. If somebody wants to find you, how can they find you? Can you drop all your socials? I'll put them in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Everything is slash Sheila Cummins, S-H-E-L-A-G-H-C-U-M-M-I-N-S. And the company's called theroadtoseven.com. And uh, I answer my own emails. I answer my own DMs. And uh, yeah, just reach out. I love it. Thank you so much for your time today. Goodbye, everybody. Have a great whatever you're doing. Yeah, Bye. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having Bye. me. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Mom Halo podcast, I'd love your support by sharing it with others, posting about us on social, or leaving a really good rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the Mom Halo. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time.